0: Hello and welcome to Thoughts of a Bearded Man. I'm your host, Graham Newman. So, here we are. The clocks have gone forward and for many of you, that may be a blessed relief. It means that the evenings will get lighter and summer is fast approaching. For many of us, the clocks going forward may hold even more significance as it signals that we are emerging from the winter of our discontent. The heating will be going off and maybe, just maybe, we might all get a little bit of a reprieve from soaring energy costs. But we can't go resting on our laurels just yet. There's another thought here to consider. I had hoped to get this episode out before the end of March, which would have meant that we were already a quarter of the way through the year. However, life does have a habit of making things difficult. And in this case, I haven't been able to get this podcast out until we are already at the end of March. The first quarter of the year is gone. And in fact, we are now four days into the new quarter. So now let me ask you a question. Are you the sort of person who made New Year's resolutions? If you are, the chances are that you've already thrown in the towel by now, right? But I suspect most of you, I most of you answered no to that question. And that's fair enough. The idea of making New Year's resolutions probably feels a bit childish. <clears throat> but that being said, I'm pretty sure, like me, you welcomed in 2023 with a sense of new beginnings, new opportunities, maybe, Maybe you wanted to learn a new skill. Maybe you wanted to read more or enjoy more date nights with your wife or girlfriend. Whatever it was you wanted out of 2023, whatever it was you stepped into 2023 hoping to get out of this year, you just wanted it to be more, right? More than last year, more than 2022, more than the year before that. You just, you didn't want to necessarily just stay where you are. You wanted more. So, if you need to pause this episode right now and take the time to have a think about where exactly you are in your life right now is it where you want to be whether that's work relationships health and fitness finances etc the list can go on and on and on but you've got to be really honest with yourself here and have a think about are you really where you want to be <clears throat> by all means go ahead pause me right now and just really have a think about it have a think about Go back to when we stepped into the new year and think to yourself, what was it that I wanted to achieve this year? Was there something I really wanted to do? And has that already slipped past you? Okay, so if you've taken a very real and honest infantry on your life right now and have come to the conclusion that actually, yeah, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm happy with where I am. then that's fantastic. And I congratulate you. But it's probably not right. It's probably not. You're probably not saying that. Most of us probably aren't saying that, right? The other side of that could be that it's actually a bit of a shock that the first three months of the year have flown by and you really haven't achieved the things that you thought you might have by now, or that you haven't even attempted to make the right moves in the right direction. Then it's time to get to work. It's not about just throwing the towel in here. It's not about just giving up on it. It's not about just turning around and saying, do you know what? We're three months in, forget about it. No. Now is the time to get to work. A quick search on Google will show you that around 64% of people give up on their goals within a month of starting them. The reason I say that is I don't want anybody to be feeling bad about it, okay? Most people will give up on their goals. 64%, that's what Google states, okay? An even more shocking statistic is that only 20% of people set goals for themselves. So only 20% of people are even setting goals So if you set a goal for yourself, back at the beginning of the year, you're already doing more than what 80% of the population are doing or or 80% of the people that you know are doing, right? So that's already an achievement. But even more shocking, the only around 8% of people who set themselves goals will actually go on to achieve them. So you may now be thinking, so what's the point then? If the likelihood is that I'll only fail anyway, what's the point of me even trying? but I think the better question to ask yourself is why. Why did you set those goals? For the first, the first thing to ask yourself is why did you set those set those goals, goals, sorry? And why are you failing to move towards or achieve these goals? A lot of people will say it's a lack of motivation, discipline and willpower. And while these things play a vital role in achieving your desired outcome, and I certainly don't think you should just dismiss them out of hand, okay? <clears throat> motivation, discipline, and willpower are very, very important things to have if you want to try and achieve something, if you want to move forward. Motivation, however, that's that's a bit of a tricky one. Motivation will hit you, particularly, for instance, if, let's face it, most people set a goal in the new year of wanting to get healthier and fitter, and so they go to the gym. They go and buy all the necessary clothing and bits and pieces they want to go to the gym. They feel motivated, they go to the gym, but motivation starts to slowly slip away, okay? And when motivation slips away, that's when you're then left with your willpower and your discipline. And we'll come on to that in a minute, okay? The problem is with with motivation is that it will desert you, all right? Let's be honest, the idea of getting up early and going for a run when it's cold, wet and windy not most people's idea of fun all right it's just not it's not my idea of fun. I'm pretty sure it's not your idea of fun. but I will say that it's unlikely that you lack the discipline to achieve your goals to do the things that you want to do. after all, you get up and you go to work in similar conditions to what we just mentioned with regards to going out for a run okay if you wake up in the morning you look out in the window I mean I know we're getting into a part of the year now where it's going to start to get warmer although no one seems to have told the weather. Um but we're getting to a a time of the year where where it'll be the, be getting warmer. But if you wake up in the morning and you look outside and it's cold and it's wet and it's windy and it's miserable, you, you know, you probably do look at it and think, oh, I wish I didn't have to go to work today. But you still go, okay, because you have to go. You have to go to work. And I know you might be thinking to, to yourself, Yeah, well, I need to go to work because I need to get paid, you know, pay the bills, pay the mortgage, food on the table, pay the soaring energy bills, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Of course. We all need to do that, but it still requires discipline for you to go. So it's unlikely that you lack the discipline to achieve the things that you want to do. You have the discipline to stick to a work schedule. So if you have that discipline to stick to a work schedule, then you have the discipline to stick to a system that will help you work towards and achieve your goals. And that is the key here. It's all about systems. Okay. Now, it's highly likely that you have come across the SMART acronym. But just in case you aren't familiar with it, SMART Goals was developed by George Doran and Arthur Miller and James Cunningham back in 1981. So before I was even born. And it's a system to help write and achieve goals with each word dedicated to a specific element. And specific is where we're going to start. So I'm sorry if you've heard this before. And I'm sorry if you're starting to shut off. But most of you have probably come across SMART in your work environment. A lot of employees, sorry, employers use smart to set goals for their employees they also use smart to um, set goals for their employees when they are perhaps having to go down disciplinary routes you know perhaps an employee isn't achieving let's say if you work in sales perhaps you aren't achieving the percentage of sales that you're meant to be achieving and so you know before an employer might go down the route of disciplining you they might set you what they like to call an action plan something along those lines and it's likely to have this smart mnemonic built into it, but you've probably never really thought about whether about implementing smart in your own life. You've probably never never even thought about that. You've probably just just seen it as something to do with work. And if you have unfortunately been in that position where you, maybe you have faced disciplinary. And you've had this SMART acronym thrown at you from that point of view, you know, then it might have left a bit of a sour taste in your mouth and you may not want to necessarily think about it. But you should. So like we said, let's start with specific. So again, I'm going to throw another statistic at you. Around 95% of New Year's resolutions are health and fitness based. But as previously discussed, most will fail. And why? Well, it's because they haven't got a clear objective about exactly what it is they want to achieve most people will just say that they want to get fit and healthy well what does that mean does that mean that they want to get fit and healthy with regards to their cardiovascular fitness because they're looking to take part in a marathon or a triathlon or are they looking to are they looking to reach a desired body fat percentage or is it that they want to build strength is it that they want to get strong all of these are very admirable goals but each and every one of them would have a different required input to achieve the output right if you want to get fit if you wanted to get fit for to run a marathon uh, or, or a triathlon you would have to do a very specific training schedule with regards to building your endurance for running building your endurance for being able to run those many that many miles it would do you no good to start doing a whole load of strength training lifting weights but if you wanted to get strong then lifting weights is the way you want to go now listen i'm not a personal trainer I don't know a great deal about health and fitness. If that is a goal that you want to set yourself, great. Go and do the research. There's plenty of resources out there. If if health and fitness is something that you are really looking to move forward with in terms of a goal for you, and that's something you want to be specific about, there's a, a great resource out there which is uh, Mind Pump, the Mind Pump podcast, Mind Pump Media. Those guys absolutely know what they're talking about. Go and have a listen to them. Anyway, the point is. You need to be clear, you need to be specific. Okay. So whatever it is that you think you want to do, you think you might want to achieve, you need the first thing you need to do is get very, very clear about what it is you want to achieve. Okay. The next the next one is measurable. And this always gets overlooked quite often. Okay. Many people don't give themselves ways in which to measure their progress. So again, using health and and fitness as an example, most people will use the scales, which are usually in people's bathrooms, right? But they use the scales to measure their progress, okay? Well, the scales don't necessarily tell you everything. Sure, they're going to tell you if if you're losing weight, but again, I'm not a personal trainer. I don't fully understand all the physiology and the biology in relation to this, but our bodies are very complicated. Your weight will fluctuate from day to day, depending on how much water you've retained or drank depending on how much sodium you've had i mean it's just it's incredibly more complex than just simply getting on the scales and weighing yourself so that's one way to measure your progress but another way to measure your progress would would be to literally measure say around your waist around your bicep around your thigh how are you clothes sitting you know there are so many different ways that you can measure your progress but if it's not health and fitness if it's something else that you're looking to achieve then figure out a way in which you are going to measure your progress. It's really important that you have that in place, because otherwise, if you've got no way of knowing how you're going to measure your progress, then how are you going to know if you're actually achieving the things that you want to achieve? And then that leads on to the next thing. Achievable or obtainable? Do you have the necessary tools at your disposal to achieve and attain your goal? And not just that, but you also need to set yourself a goal that actually is achievable. Now, that may sound like a bit of a cop-out, but it's not. If you can get yourself in a habit, not only of being specific about what you want to do, not only measuring how you're going to achieve those things, but if you also make it something that you can actually achieve, then you're actually going to feel like you have done something positive, and that's going to lead you on to do the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. But if you set yourself a goal, say you want to be a millionaire, well, that's ridiculous. Unless you win the lottery, it's unlikely that you're going to become a millionaire. But if you set yourself a goal that you wanted to be by the end of the year, say, or by the end of this next three-month period, that you wanted to be in a in a better financial position, whatever that looks like for you, then you need to set that as an achievable goal. It could be that every month you manage to save yourself £10, £20, £30, £50, whatever it is, but it needs to be achievable, because if it's not achievable... You are going to fail. You're just going to then feel like rubbish and you're going to give up and throw in the towel. So it needs to be achievable. That also kind of ties in with realistic. You've got to set yourself a realistic goal. Like we just said, if you want to have more money in the bank, it's unlikely that you'll become a millionaire overnight. But a realistic goal could be that you try to save money by making small changes. For instance, such as not buying a coffee from one of the many coffee shops, but instead taking a coffee from home in a thermal cup. You know, things like that can just easily help you to achieve your goals. It's a system. It's a system that you've put in place. But it's gotta be realistic. You know, again, if you've never if you've never run in your life, it's unlikely that you're gonna be able to do a marathon. But maybe you could do a 5k. That would be a realistic goal. And finally that leads us to timely. Old father time is not our friend. In fact, that is kind of the point of this episode don't forget the first three months of the year are gone and done. So not only do you need to set yourself a timeline, it needs to fit in with the realistic and achievable elements of your goals. It's worthwhile considering where you want to be at the end and then work backwards from there to get an idea of how much time you will need. But it's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. There's no silver bullet here, guys. Real change is going to take real work. No one is going to beat a path to your door. No one owes you anything in this world. If you really want it, you're going to have to put in the effort and the reps. But let me address a bit of an issue that I have, or at least an an issue that I have experienced with some people within the self-help, improvement, life coach, whatever you want to call them. Many of them have a program to sell or a course that they want you to attend, whether that's online or in person. I have no problem with anyone making money, no matter how their talent presents itself. If they've got a talent to help you improve yourself, if they've got courses that you can attend, books that you can buy, programs that you can buy, whatever, I've got no problem with people making money. What I have got a problem with is when they make an inference that will make you and I feel that, that somehow, um, that if we don't buy their plan, if we don't pay to attend their courses, then it's just us making excuses to not do the work and achieve your results. Well, I don't know about you, but that's not me, okay? I want to do the work. I want to put the work in. I want to improve myself. I want to be a better version of who I am. But with some of these people charging thousands of pounds for their exclusive content, I personally don't think it's an excuse to say that I want to improve my life, but I simply can't afford their costs. I mean, despite this perfectly acceptable reasoning, as far as I'm concerned, it's acceptable. I have experience that these people will continue to push you to make the investment. They will usually go down the route of asking how much a cup of coffee costs. And I know I've mentioned that just now, but that's usually the route they take. So they'll either ask you how much, how much a cup of coffee costs and how often you're having one or how many entertainment subscriptions you're signed up for, etc. They'll, they'll talk about these things because then they'll suggest you should sacrifice those things. Because if you really wanted to improve. You'd sacrifice those things to improve yourself. You know to make the funds available. And I'm not saying that that isn't a good idea. To look at where you may be spending money unnecessarily. And if need be make the sacrifices. Okay. But for most of us cutting those costs. Still wouldn't be enough to raise the funds needed. To access their courses. But if you did save thousands of pounds suspect like me, you probably have a list as long as your arm of projects at home that would require that money or a family holiday or something else, right? So I'm not saying that you shouldn't be willing to invest in yourself. You absolutely should. But I want to be genuine with you in saying that I understand that the commodity of money and time does not always make it easy. But I'm not going to wrap you up in cotton wool here, guys, and tell you to buy into the popular cultural belief that you are okay the way you are. You aren't, okay? I'm sorry, you just aren't. Can you honestly say that you are the husband and father that you want to be? How is your relationship with your wife, your girlfriend? Is it thriving, Or are you just going through the motions of life together? You know, do you want more connection with your other half? Do you want more conversations, more shared experience, more sex? Or are you both sat on the sofa with the TV on and staring at your phones? You know, we've already talked about health and fitness, but you know, are you where you want to be with your health and fitness? I know I'm not. Okay. I'm heavier than what I want to be. And that's not the sort of man I want to be. I want to be fitter. I want to be healthier. I want to be strong. Okay. It's not okay to buy into the popular culture, will have you believe that it's okay to be overweight and that it's not your fault. Well, I'm sorry to have to tell you, but it is your fault. Yes, sure. Genetics will play a part in your ability to gain and lose weight. But when all is said and done, it is you who make the choices to consume the foods that you do, and to exercise or not. I'm not taking cheap shots at you. It's my fault that I am the way I am. I've made poor lifestyle decisions that have led me to where I am now. But I'm taking positive steps to deal with them, along with other aspects of my life that I want to improve. We are not victims, guys. We have to get out of this victim mentality. Miles Munro said it like this. Our life is the sum total of all the decisions we make every day. And those decisions are determined by our priorities. And that's true, right? If your priority is that you want to have more time with your wife, you want date night to be more of an event, you want to be spending more time with her, you want to be having more connection with her, more communication with her, more conversations with her, more shared experiences, more sex. But if she's not your priority, that's not going to happen. And it's as simple as that. It, it absolutely is as simple as that, guys, right? So the whole point of this, guys, is to give you some systems and to help you to try and get into some habits, some good habits that are going to move you forward, that are going to move the needle in your life. And what I would hope that you would take from this is that you would set yourself an achievable goal for the next three months so that when we get to the end of this quarter and we and we are then halfway through the year, And we are then starting the next quarter. I want you to be able to look back on this next three months and say, do you know what? I've really achieved something. I've really moved forward. Okay. another really great resource for you guys, something I found really, really useful for me is a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. You can also go online and find plenty of resources and content. Um, I'm sure if you just did a simple Google search of Atomic Habits, it would probably lead you to his website. But it's a really, really good book. It's really interesting in terms of talking about habits, how habits are formed, good and bad habits, and how you can have uh, habit stacking and lots of other bits and pieces. It's really, really interesting book. Go and read it, guys. Honestly, you will not be disappointed. I can promise you that. Because not only is it a really, really good book about habits, but it also talks about this idea of if you can improve 1% every day, then you are going to see massive improvements by the end of the year. So really is that important, guys. So go and check that out. Listen, guys, nothing that I'm saying here is new, okay? And all of these sort of life coaches and people out there, I'm not, again, I'm not having a go at them. If they found a way to make money, all power to them. And that's great. And who knows, maybe at some point, I'll be able to monetize monetize my podcast. And maybe I'll be able to make money by talking to you guys about stuff like this. But the point is, this content is there. It's You can find most of it for free by doing google searches the problem is most of us won't go and look for it because we're not prepared to do the work and as i already said earlier on nobody's going to beat a path to your door it's up to you if you want to see real change if you want to see real improvements in your life you need to put in the work i'm not asking you for money i'm not asking you to buy a course i don't have a course available for you i'm not asking you to buy a book or an online course or attend a program or anything like that at all i don't have any of that to sell you this podcast is free So the information is out there if you really wanted to make a change in your life. So nothing I'm saying is new and nothing that James Clear is saying is new or any of the other people out there in this space. They're just delivering it in a way that maybe resonates with you better. I don't know. All I do know is that we need to be leading by example. As men, we need to be leading by example. We need to be showing not just our families, our friends, our work colleagues, and the outside world as a whole, that we have got our lives in order or we are getting our lives in order and that we can lead. And I know that that's a very unpopular opinion right now within our culture and within our society, but that's the point and that's why we need each other, men, and that's why I'm doing this. It's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast and it's part of the reason why I have another plan in place going forward. It's nowhere near ready to be launched yet. And that's why I'm not going to go into it much more now. But it's something I'm working on, something to look forward to. So, guys, I really hope that you've taken something from this today. And I hope that you're going to go forward. And I hope that you're going to use this content to move the needle in your life. Okay. And just as I bring this to a close, I want to also leave you with this. So, I'm probably not going to say this guy's name right. But the quote is this. Circumstances don't make the man. They only reveal him to himself. And that is a quote from a guy called Epictetus. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So apologies if I'm not. Anyway, guys, I hope you got something from this um, episode. Uh, Really would appreciate some feedback with regards to what you thought, what you took from it. Um, Maybe even tell me what goals you're setting yourself. Um, You don't have to. Obviously, you don't have to share that information with me. But it would be really interesting to know... um, you know, if you if you have taken something from this and you, and you have decided to set yourself a goal and what that goal is and how you're going to set out to achieve it. And, and who knows, I might even be able to help you um, to a certain degree. But ultimately, guys, you have to be willing to help yourself. You have to be prepared to do the work, okay? Um, guys, if you like, this is the second episode. <laughs> if you like what I'm doing so far, I hope you do. Um, I've spoken to some of you that have listened. Um, and you've given me some feedback already which i really appreciate um guys thanks so much again for taking the time to listen to me i do really appreciate it i know that you know maybe it's maybe you're thinking i'm going on for a bit um you know but but i think these conversations are important um, and i think we need to be having them so Thank you so much for giving me your time. I know, as I said earlier on in the episode, time really is important. Luckily for many of us, we get the opportunity to listen to me waffle on whilst you're driving to work or whilst you're at work and you know doing your job or whatever. But I do really appreciate you listening to me, taking the time to listen to me um, and taking time to check out the podcast. Guys, if you like what I'm doing, please subscribe to my podcast, like it, share it and leave me a five-star rating and review. That helps to get the algorithms going to get my content to beyond just friends and family and get it out there to a wider audience which would be great because you know if i can start to build on this podcast can help hopefully be starting to reach more guys that are you know, maybe feeling a little bit like 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 maybe some of us are feeling like maybe how i feel sometimes like you know just not moving the needle enough and i want to be doing more with my life so please if you wouldn't mind you know that's how you can help support me again it's not going to cost you anything Just leave me a five-star rating and review if you would. And I would really appreciate that. Guys, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, take from it what you will. It's just the thoughts of a bearded man.